Okay, here we go. So we're on Daf left off at Chafamud uh, Bet. Amar Avin Bar Amar Ami Bar Avin Itrana Psulta de Zifta. Itran is the psolet of Zephet. That means you have tar, and on top there's like this thin. Uh, when you heat it up, there's like this thin, um, thinner substance. That's what that's what itran is. Shava psultad duvshash. Wax is psolat of the honey. It means if you have a honey cake and uh you're gonna have this is the psalt of it. But my what are you what are you telling me this for? What do I care to know about that? You had a deal with someone, he said you're gonna sell you wax, you're allowed to give him this uh this uh, sediments from the honey. And the guy can't say that you didn't give me what I was supposed to get because that's that's uh, considered the item. <clears throat> all these things that we said you can't use, lechesh and cholsen, that all pasul, I will You could make a large, like uh, called a bonfire, but many of them together. And we're not afraid in this case that you're going to, uh, play with it because, uh, if there's so many of them, there's not a problem. The problem with all these disqualified items was as regular single wicks. So you're allowed to use them if you make a pile out of them. Whether you want to use this pile as a source of warmth. You want to use it as a source of light. Whether it's on the regular, Floor, whether it's on a floor of a stove, okay. So the I just gave you an out to use these things that are pasul if you use it in a way of creating a midura, a a, a uh, called a, a a little to- torch of sorts. Again, the problem with all these things is you're going to come to play with them, so you want to make sure that it's not going to be a flickering light. My shemen kick. What is Shemin Kik? So Mara is going to bring different opinions. What this Pasul Shemin is, Amar Shmuel, Shiltino Lechol Nechute Yama. For some reason, uh, it's not the first time, the second time Shmuel says, I asked the sailors. There's a bird in the, uh, out there in the, uh, islands. The Kik Shmo, and it's called the Kik Bird. And that's what Shemin Kik is. It's the oil that comes out of cotton seeds. So we could call that cotton seed oil. It comes out of a certain, a certain, uh, plant called Kikayon Diona, which is similar to the, uh, tree that Yona ha- uh, used to protect Yona from the, uh, from the, uh, heat. I'm a rabbi Rachana, Lidi Chazili. I saw Kikayoniona, who is Suliva Dami. It looks like a Suliva plant. When the Fashki Rebbe, and when it, when it, uh, and, and it, it, it grows in the, uh, in the, um, marshland, Valpum Chanuta Midlanyate. And the, uh, the, the, what do you call it? The, um, storms hang it. Uh, to give a good smell to their stores. Mi Patsui Avdi Mishka, and their seeds create an oil. 
And under its branches, the, uh, the, the sick people of Eretz Yisrael uh, use it for shade. Okay. So they're just saying that this Kikayon Diona was a practical thing that, that Rabbi Hana was aware of, and he said the many different uh, properties it had. <clears throat> which we've been saying till now, but the Gemara decides to tell us now, really, the flame, it flickers on them. So we're afraid if you have a flickering flame, it gets you nervous, and therefore you're going to start playing with it. The problem with the oils that we listed as improper oils, they don't draw up the, the, the wick easily. Put a wick and you want the oil to draw up. And this is, again, it doesn't draw up. It's going to cause flickering. And our basic concern is people get nervous and disturbed from flickering oils. If you want to get an idea of what I mean, look at David Bra's iPhone. It's the kind of thing that just gets you nervous. You just wish you could fix it. Just, you just can't. So if we would be allowed to zoom on Shabbat for some reason, we wouldn't be allowed to have David Bra's iPhone there because everyone would be definitely be playing with it, trying to change it because it's getting everybody nervous. Okay. The following Chakira. Those oils that you can't use. Can I add a little bit of oil to them? And that way, the oil will help the process out. These things don't do it on their own. Add a little regular oil, grease the system, and then maybe you could use them. We got leak. Did we make a gazera that don't use these even when you added some oil and alleviated the problem? Still don't use them or not? That's the question that we have. No, you can't use them. My time, why not? Because what we just said, because since you can't use them on their own, we don't let you even add something to, to, to alleviate the problem. A is going to bring a proof that we don't make this case. You wrapped the thing that you can uh, light with around so that you can't light with. Hey, Bandi Kimbo. Amar Shimonamil Omer, Shobeta Ba, you Kokim Pitila, Gabe Gozu Madlikim. Tani me, yet we at least see that from Rabangamliel held Madlikim. So even though this, this, they use the Egoz is Pasul, you could wrap something around that's kosher and we're not afraid you're going to use the nut straight. So over here also, Amoy Adam Motifli, Shimonamil, Sierra Mutanakama, they can't ask a question. You have a bride that has a machloket of a lot of wrap things around each other. So just because one Tana says I could wrap something around the nut and it's good and the other one says it's not, has that proved to me that I'm allowed to mix a kosher oil and with a non-kosher oil, it works. This is holokasha maaseh rav. Anytime you're maaseh rav, it's powerful. And since we the quarter as having done it, that's why we, we're asking from there. It's more powerful. It says you could wrap it. This is low lakfot. He didn't say you're wrapping it for lighting. He meant you're using it just as a, as a way to cause it, uh, to, to, to float. That means the nut is like, you know, not that using the, we were discussing mixing a kosher and non-kosher oil. You can't bring a proof for the fact they used to wrap a kosher wick around the nut 
because I'm using that as a floating device. It means let's say, uh, let's say you know how to use cork as a, as a, as a wick. No one's going to say I can't put my wick in the floating device to make it float. So this nut that Shmuel, that, that, that Rabban, um, the nut that Rabban Shuban Gamliel is using is not going to be an indicator of a lot of mixed oils because it's talking about a floating device. It says, il fault if it's just a floating device, my time is not come out. Why would anyone see now using a floating device? This is Kula Rabban Shuban Gamliel. This Gemara sometimes will do that. We'll take a bright that looks like a machloket and we'll turn it into one statement. It's really missing. And this is what I meant to say. The first part path is saying, like the gazeta that we mentioned before, you can't mix a kosher rhyme and a non-kosher rhyme. On that we say, when did I say you can't mix a kosher and a non-kosher item? That's lahadlik. That's an order to create a lighting fluid. But just to cause a floating device, mutar, shaman shimon gamaliel omer, as he said, So once we turn the bright into a floating device, and on that there's no need for an argument, we'll say that the, in essence the gemara was not having an argument, rather the gemara was differentiating between mixing two lighting fluids. Two lighting fluids are not allowed, but using a flotation device is allowed. So we're back to the um, discussion, which was what? Abaye asking Rabbah if I'm allowed to mix the two fluids. Gemara says, Inni, is that true? Is that true that you're not allowed to mix the two fluids? If I have fat that was melted, and I have the inside of the fish that was melted, Adam no ten tocho, and both these things are forbidden to use on their own. Adam no ten tocho shemen kol shumadlik. So I have a clear statement from Rav Bruna that you're allowed to mix oils that are with non-kosher oils and turn it into a proper lighting. That's not like the opinion that said you can't. It says, honey, these oils that we allowed to mix, they really work on their own without adding anything. They really mikaradin, you should use them. Just the chachamim made a gazera not to use them like we'll see in a moment. They didn't make a gazera when you added. So it means if you take a real pasul item, you can't add oil to a real pasul item and say, oh, I fixed it with my little bit of oil. But if you have something that's really kosher, but there was a gazera for some reason on it, and you're adding oil, that will avoid the gazera. So oil helps on something that's inherently a fuel, but the rabbis made a decree on it. That's what we're talking about. Namely, the fat and the, and the um, fish insides that were melted. Those are inherently good oils. But don't prove to me that you can take a bad oil and add oil and it will work. But, okay, now the Gras says, um, right, so now the Gras is going to say, Gazu banana al so they're really allowed. Why they make a gezerah? They made a gezerah on melted fats. Because if you're going to use melted fats, you might come use unmelted fats. Okay, so therefore, since inherently fat is allowed when it's melted, just as the gezerah, we let you add oil. 
this. You told me I'm not allowed to use melted fat. Why can I use melted fat? Because you might come to use unmelted fat. But I'm going to let you add oil to melted fat. Because what's the worst case scenario? You might use the melted fat alone. It's okay. I said, well, let's make a gazette after that also. To which the one gives the famous answer. You never make a double gazera. You don't make a, a drabanan on a drabanan. What does that mean? It means really if I have a, a pasul oil and I add oil to it, it should be good. Why? Because it's working now with the pasul oil. I'm afraid you might not add the oil. Okay, no good. I have my melted, my melted fat. It's really good. I'm afraid what? You're going to use unmelted fat. I add oil to my melted fat. What are you afraid of? Don't add oil to melted fat because you might not oil, add oil to melted fat, which still works. And you might end up using unmelted fat. That's a double gazera. So therefore, I'm back to where I started from. If it's, if it's one gazera, it's a sort. If it's two gazera, it's mutar. And therefore, I'll stick to my guns. You're not allowed to add oil that's kosher to unkosher oil, even though it works, because I'm afraid you might not add the oil. I melted fat, which is a gazera. For the unmelted fat, I'm allowed to add the oil to. Okay. Tani Rami Barchama. Rami Barchama uh, taught us the following brayta. Ptilot ushmanim shamru chachamim ein madakim mem b'shabbat. Those wicks and oils that you can't use on Shabbat. Ein madakim b'hen. You can't use the menorah on the Beit Midrash either. It says, Ner Tamid. Who Tanila? He taught us. Who Amarla? And he explained to us. The law that we learned from Ner Tamid is that the oil goes up on its own. I don't have to start playing with it and fixing it. So therefore, it's a lack of Ner Tamid if you use these oils that don't draw up the wick. Okay, now the Gemara is going to ask a question on this dinner of the Brayta. Tanan, we learned in Masechet Sukkah about Simchat Beit Hashoevah. We used to make, if you remember, we had menorahs there. It says, They used to use worn-out clothing of the Kohanim and belts. They would tear them. And they'd make wicks. Hold on. Uh, you see from here that the Beit HaMikdash is allowing me to use Things that are pasul. The Mishnah told us before, you're not allowed to use, uh, wool, uh, clothing as a wick. That's different. <clears throat> That's not a regular, uh, candle lighting in the menorah. The Simchat Beit HaShoevah was just, uh, was not a mitzvah from the Torah. And therefore you can't apply from the materials I use for the Simchat Beit HaShoevah to the regular menorah. Another question. Tashma. The Tani Rami Bar Matna, Bigdei Kunasha Balu, worn out Begadim of the Konim, Matkimotam tear them, Mahema Yuostim Pitilot La Migdash. Use them for the Migdash. Um, my love, the Kilayim. We're talking about the regular Kohen Gadol's clothing that was made out of wool and linen. And you see here, it's talking about in the Beit HaMikdash, you could use it. I thought you can't use Hasul wicks for the Beit the menorah. Law. We're talking about the day kuna, the boots. We're talking about <clears throat> straight 
blacks, and that is allowed. Okay, now, we're about to start now. It's one of the famous Gemaraz of Chanukah. Everyone knows it already. We've done it many, many times. Baruch Hashem. Everyone knows the famous basic principles of Hadlaka Ose Mitzvah. Let's just refresh our memory. Hadlaka Ose Mitzvah means that the main thing is the lighting. If it goes out afterwards, I don't care. Okay? Hadlaka Ose Mitzvah. So now, um, because that's one discussion, I'm sorry. Another discussion is if you lit it, Another way of saying it, if you lit it and it went out, are you, do you have to relight it or not? But like Kyle's saying, it's fine enough to relight it. So let's take a look. Now, uh, okay, there's a lot of variables. We'll get it. We're familiar with this. We did it many times. either. Okay, now we have to always discuss over here. There's weeknights. And Friday nights. Friday nights, I have the issue if I can't use the, if I, I, Friday night, I have a problem because I'm going to play with it on, on Shabbat. On a Tuesday night, Chanukah, what's the issue? We have to figure out. There's a difference in Friday night of Chanukah where I don't want you to play with it because of Shabbat. The Tuesday night of Chanukah, we'll see in what. If it goes out, Zakukla, you have to relight it. So therefore, if it goes out, you have to relight it. It means I want to keep it lit for a long time. I don't want it to go out. And I'm afraid that it's going to go out and you're not going to relight it. So since he holds lighting, it has to stay lit. You have to make sure to use wicks that don't flicker that's going to stay lit. Number one. Number two, mutalish tamesh you're allowed to use it. Because if you're not allowed to use your Hanukkah candles, what do I care Friday night if my Hanukkah candles flicker? I only care about candles that flicker if I'm allowed to use the candles. I'm anyway not allowed to use it. Because you say, you're not going to play with it because you're not allowed to use it anyway. So if you're going to tell me that I'm not allowed to use flickering wicks on Hanukkah Friday night, obviously I hold you're allowed to use the candles. Okay, those are the factors over here. Again, I hope everyone gets that. So if I didn't see any questions, Moshe Kohn is usually not shy to ask. He just hasn't shown his picture lately. I don't know if he's there or not. I'm assuming Moshe Cohen's there and he's not shy to ask. So I'm, I'm using Moshe Cohen as my barometer. Unmute. Moshe, you there? Yeah. Everything clear? Yes, very clear. I don't very see clear. you though. I, I'm in the office, so I, I just, uh, blocked it out. Got it. Okay, no problem. Um, okay. Rav Chizdamar, that's Rava. Rav Chizdamar, you could, these Pasulwiks, Madlikim Behem, Bechol avalo b'shabbat. Okay, now a little tweak. I'll let you do it on a Tuesday night. I won't use it on a Friday night. But let you use it on a Tuesday night. What does that mean? That means I don't care if it goes out. I won't let you use it on a Friday night because you're going to play with it. Let's see inside. Kasavar he holds kavta and zakukla. If it goes out, I don't care. So therefore, I don't care if you use flickering stuff. But mutar mishlanesh lora. You're allowed to use it. So if you're allowed to use it, Friday night becomes a problem. The other way around. You could use it on a Tuesday night, you could use it on a Shabbat night. Why? The other way around. I don't care if it goes out, so Tuesday night I could use a bad wick. And I could use it on a Friday night also. So depending on these two variables, 
Either one rabbi says you could you you can't light with them Tuesday night or Friday night. One rabbi says you could light with them Tuesday and Friday night, and one rabbi says I, I'll let you do it on on a on a um, Tuesday night, but I won't let you use it on a Friday night. Again, it's all the same two variables. Variable number one is do I have to stay lit? If that's to stay lit, I can't use bad wicks on Hanukkah. Variable number two is am I allowed to benefit from it? If I'm allowed to benefit from it, then Friday night becomes a problem. So the rabbis told Abaye this statement I just said now, name Rabbi Yirmiya. Well, all Kibla didn't accept it. It wasn't Rabbi Yirmiya that said Rabbi Yochanan said it. And now Rabbi Yochanan, for Abaye, would have been is a stronger is a stronger source. Amar, he said, if I would have merited I would have heard it originally the right way. When I says, Vahagamra, he learned it already. Who cares? When I says, Nonath Gamina Lagirsa the Ankuta. It's a famous concept. The learning you do when you're young. Abaye regretted that he only heard of the correct version when he was older. Because when people are older, things don't go in. Therefore, all the young people out there take advantage of your youth. Your brain is soft and pliable. Things will go in. Schleims, listen up. Now's your chance. You're still young. You're still young, Schleims. Okay. We continue. Um, Kafta, the Gemara goes back to this discussion. Kafta, Enza Kukla, is that true? If it goes out, you don't have to relight it? Once you light it, that's it? You don't have to relight it, which is what we hold, by the way. You light the menorah, and, and someone knocks over the menorah, finished. You don't have to redo anything. You did it. As long as that enough oil, etc. Raminu. This is the famous Gemara. We spent a lot of time. We spent an hour on shifting on this Gemara. It says, Mitzvah It has to light from sunset until there's no people in the streets anymore. My love, it sounds like the Kavta It must stay lit from sunset till people leave the street. That means you have to put it out. It goes in, you have to light it again. Whoa. It means the Elo Madlik Madlik. If you didn't light it, that's the time period you have to light it. You could light between that half hour. Remember that? According to that shot, you could light between that half hour. It means you don't have to put a half an hour oil into it. Anytime in that half hour you light it, and even if it goes out, I don't care. That's the time slot to light it that half hour. That's how much oil you have to put in is that half hour. But it doesn't have to be at that half hour. That was the big makloka. Do I have to light the first half hour? Is that the sure? And again, it's a whole two-hour shifty. Look at Tosfot, look at the Rambam, look at Shulchan Aruch. Not for now. I see Mara Sutton smiling, bringing back good memories. So Mara says, What's called no one in the streets? The Tarmuds were certain type of people, the Tarmuds, and they used to be the wood sellers. And when they were gone from the street, that was the last people, and that's a half an hour. Oh, it just it makes you feel good. It's like you're coming back to, uh, you know, friendly territory. Mitzvah Chanukah, Ner Yishu Beito. Ah, Ner Yishu Beito. The Mitzvah Ner Chanukah is a man in his household. That's it. One candle, one candle per household. The Madrin, Ner Lachol Achad Vachad. The Mahajin say, you have 10 people now, so you light 10 candles. 
Beit Shammai says the first day is eight, and then eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Beit Shalal says one, two, three, four, five, seven, eight. And of course, the famous Maklok and Rambam and Tolson, what is the, is the Mahadran doing less? That means if I have 10 guys in my house, and I'm a Mahadran guy, so you have three levels. Billy, we're putting you on the spot now. You can use AV as a lifeline. Level one is every night you use one. Level two is if you have 10 people in the house, 10 candles every night. Good? Yeah? Level, so again, one more. Level one, one candle a night, straight through, regardless of people. Level two is if you have 10 people in the house, I want you to light 10 candles every night. Level three, on the second night with 10 people in the house, how many candles do you light on level three? Second night, 10 people in the house. Bill, you're on. One. Second night, on, according to the third level. The first level says always one. The second level says if you have 10 people, first night, 10 people, second night, 10, third, 10. The third level, what do you do on the second night of Hanukkah if you have 10 people in your house? Five candles. We're going to give you one more chance, and then we're going to call on somebody else. Second mm-hmm. night with 10 people in the house, how many candles? 10. Second night, 10. Okay. That's, we're going on the third level now, the Mahajan level, Beit Shemai and Beit Hillel. I'm going to go oh. over to Avi Galadi. Avi, what do you do? Uh, yeah. You hear me? Yeah. It sounds like uh, you light two, according to Beit Hillel. Second night, you only light two, even if you have 10 people in the house. Good. Um, I'm going to ask Elliot Beta, who's very smart, is giving me the answer. Elliot, what's the answer? Second night or third night? I want to know the second night with 10 seven, people in the house. What do you do? 70. What? 70. You have 10 people in the house. Of the 10 second people. Beit Shammai goes 876, right? I don't know. I'm in Beit Hillel. Oh, so then you're lighting the second night. Then you're lighting 10 people. Times two is 20. 20, right. Good. And what did I... So, okay, I'm sorry, Elliot Beta, you let me down. Uh, one second. Most caught, I'm going to give you one hint. Steve Bissu, what's the answer? Oh, it's Machloket. Thank you. Elliot Bader, you let me down. The answer is it's a Machloket. That's the famous Machloket, Tosfut and the Rambam. Avi Galadis is right. You light two on the, on the, according to Beit Hillel, you always light one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, regardless of the amount of people in the house. The other opinion is no, you do both together. So the first night you light 20, the second you light, you light 30, the fourth you light, you light 40, right? That's Machlok and Rambam and Tosfot, Sfardim, Ashkenazim, multiple minerals, not minerals. Okay, very good. Just giving you a little Hanukkah Torah. Sorry, guys, we've got to keep going. Amar Ula, Pligi Batre Amarai Bamarav, there's Machlok at two Amoraim in Eretz Yisrael. Their names were Abiyosi, Bar Avin, Ravin, Bar Ravzida. Kadamar, Tamad, Beit Shamai. What's the reason of Beit Shamai? Either Kineged Yamima Nichnasim. He's going to figure out how many days there are to go. Right? It's eight days, seven days. How many days passed? That's the reason of the Machloket. Just like the cows on Sukkot go 70 downwards. Two elders in the town of Sidan. One said, 
Okay, so Nurbanan. Ner Chanukam, it's Valenichal, Petach Bet, Tomi Bachutz. It must be on the outside. If you lived in on the second floor, you put it in your window. If it's a danger, you put it on your table. I always have to add another one, which is called the Shamosh. There's a fireplace. That doesn't usually use the Midurah. Meaning, we want to make sure that you're not going to use the, the light of the candle. That's my Chanukah. Famous question. What happened? What miracle happened? On the 25th of Kislev, there are eight days of Hanukkah. The low is fed moon, there's no eulogies. Low to there's no fasting. Doesn't mention anything about Simcha and Yom Tov, if you remember. Another big discussion is Harukan time, Simcha and Yom Tov. The Greek answer, the Hechal. They contaminated all the oils. But could they search for Lomatsu al Pach, Shemon, Shayam, Munach, with Hotmosha Kohen Gadol? They only found one Pach that was sealed. Loebo El Aladliki Omachaz is only enough for one day. Nasebones, Vidliku Menoshmoni Amim. And a miracle happened later, Elsie for eight days. The next year, Kiraum, they established Vasaum Yamim Tovim, Valel Voda. Yamim Tovim. Does Yom Tov mean it has to have Simcha? But it ends off with Halel Voda. Sounds like it's only Halel Voda, not Mishteve Simcha. All this is the famous Hanukkah Torah. And we'll give Yochanan Kohen a chance. Yochanan, <clears throat> why is yeah. Hanukkah not a holiday of eating and drinking? Why is it only a holiday of praising Hashem? I'll give you a hint. What's Why is Hanukkah not eating and Purim is eating? Because it's, uh, it's, there's no eating involved. It's why not? Involved. Why it's not? Mess. Something, uh, okay. It was more spiritual. Good. Let's, Moshe Kohn. Go ahead, Moshe. Because on Hanukkah, they tried to take away our religion, not so much kill us. They wanted us to change and convert. So it wasn't a Gashmius type of holiday. It was more of a Ruchnius type of thing. Very nice, Moshe. Beautiful. Zakbaro. Make me proud. Okay, we continue. Uh, we learned over there, a spark that goes out from under the, uh, blacksmith. It's bang, bang, and a spark went out. He's chayav. There's a camel load of flax. And the flax entered inside the store. And the camel's straw got lit by the candle of the store owner. But the Kabiran burnt down the house. Because who told you to have your camel's straw enter my store? He left it outside. Because you left your candle outside. If the guy has a menorah outside his store, then he's patur. Good, because he was allowed to put it outside. But then it's the camel owner's problem. I see from here that the Ner Chanukah is put on the 10th Fachim. Why? allowed to put it above 10th Fachim. And why is the camel owner not, why is the camel owner, uh, not, the camel owner, we tell him it's, it's, it's your fault because he was allowed to put it there. 
You should have put it uh, higher up. Why do you put it so low? Must be because you have to put it low. No. Maybe if you make him be matriach to put it higher, he's not going to do it. But not that you have to put it low. And that's where we will end for the day. We will uh, reconvene Bezrat Hashem tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. Have a Shabbat Shalom to all. And uh, that's, uh, that's it. We'll miss you.